Hey, I was thinking this week, mission statements. You know, every business or organisation has a mission statement, don't they? they the, the, the leaders or the teams, they spend hours on these mission statements, making sure the wording's right, it's communicating what they want. And then they normally they put it on the letterhead, so now you've got mission statement and pretty logo. And then once it's all sorted, it gets put in the drawer, and we carry on. And that's often the way it works. But I'd like to think that our mission statement, our mission vision statement isn't like that. It's something that we refer to every day. Well, I refer to it every day pretty much, subconsciously if not consciously, because it's right at the forefront of why we exist in this time, in this place, and what God's doing with us. Come on. And our, Dan, do you know it? Does it start with activating? Could do. Community transformation. Activating community transformation. Come on. Very yeah. simple, eh? <laughs> activating community. Act, activating means to is characterized by action rather than contemplation or speculation. In other words, it means action. let's do something. Let's yeah. not just talk about it. Let's do this. Yeah. Activating community. Community is about a group of people. They either have uh, they're in a common place or have common characteristics. And then transformation is change. It's a, it's a marked shift. It's a, a change. Mm. And we're called by God to activate community transformation. That's yeah. why we exist. Yes. And, yeah. uh, Can it's, I just interrupt there? Sure. You know, change. That change is something that we may, may not um, appreciate right now. But anyway, just with the word change, I just feel that there um, are people here in this place, actually I think it's everybody, uh, that God wants to encourage today around levelling, I know that you've spoke a, a great word um, before around levelling up. Oh, yeah, level I, up. Yeah, yeah. Level I really feel like um, God is encouraging uh, us today around stepping up a level, not remaining at status quo. So wherever you are with God, in, in your journey with God, you may not be in a relationship with Him yet. You may be, you know where you are at in, in your relationship journey with Him. But I feel like there's an invitation for, for change in a great way with Him today to step up. I just see a beautiful staircase great. and, and I'm it. taking you by the hand, taking you up to the next level. Yeah. Very anyway. nice. So, as ambassadors of the kingdom, we're activating community transformation and our mm. strategy around that is wherever, whenever, whenever it's be like us. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the screen. It is too. Yeah. Wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. Mm. Not too complex, eh? Wherever, whenever, be, be like, like Jesus. Jesus. And this wherever, whenever is really just modern language for the Great Commission, for what mm. we're told mm. to do. And um, Jesus gave these instructions to the disciples, didn't mm. he? If you're a brand new Christian, that may cause you a few issues. You might be going, wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. I don't think I quite know what Jesus is like yet, or not well. Mm. Well, that's okay. Don't stress it. This is a journey. It's a journey that never ends. And as you journey, you will discover more and more what Jesus is like. Mm. Let me tell you, he's fantastic. And yeah. maybe, just maybe, he's, he's nicer, nicer than, than you think, think he is. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Um, if you've been on the journey for a while, and you're sitting here or there, and you're saying, I don't know what Jesus is like. That probably is a problem. Because it means that you've embraced religion instead mm. of relationship. Mm. And that's not healthy. Mm. It's not. It means you've embraced works rather than salvation by grace. Mm. 
which is not healthy. And, and you probably need to bring some change to that. And I would suggest there's probably three R's you could do which might help you forward. Uh, the first would be repent, which actually means I'm going to do this differently. Because if you've plugged into religion instead of into Jesus, you need to repent. You need to do it differently. Uh, the second is you need to ask for a revelation, a fresh revelation of Jesus. He's only too happy to give that to you. A revelation of who Jesus is. And third, reconnect with him. Reconnect with Jesus, not with religion. Reconnect with Jesus. You know, religion is a set of rules and a way of doing things. Christianity, or being a disciple, is about relationship. There's a huge difference in that. And uh, I would recommend those things to you. So wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. It can be hard work sometimes, can't it, to be consistent? I saw three people nod, the rest are lying. It can be hard work. I was in a meeting recently, and um, there's lots of hard decisions at the moment, eh? We're making lots of hard decisions about a lot of difficult things and decisions where you know whichever way you go, um, you're not going to please everyone. But I was in a meeting recently, and we were making some decisions, and um, I gave my opinion, and it was a bit harsh, really. It didn't sound like Jesus. What? Yeah, I know. I know. It had, it had my, my black and whiteness came into it. And it, it was. It was just a bit harsh. And as I was saying it, I thought, this does not sound like Jesus. I shouldn't be saying this. This isn't the right thing to be saying right now. Too late. It's coming out of my mouth. And anyway, you know, you've done that, eh? We've all done that. Words are like toothpaste. No. Once they're out, they're very hard to put back in the tube. And... Um, and uh, And as I knew, the only good thing about it, the the situation for me, as I pondered on it later, because I I knew I'd made a mistake, I knew I hadn't, my words certainly hadn't represented Jesus' heart, they were harsh. The only good thing about it was, in the process, I did hear the conviction of the Holy Spirit saying, Sheridan, you shouldn't be saying that. That's good. That means there's something alive in here in relationship. Yes, that's good. That's good. Mm. We've all made mistakes online. You've all made mistakes the, the thing is to hear and feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit so you cannot make them twice. But I just, I thought, blow it. That wasn't very good. It wasn't, I, I do that occasionally. But blow it, it wasn't very good. And, um, but I caught it. It's really hard to be consistent sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, there is a whole lot of change coming um, at us at the moment and we can sometimes react not quite yeah. the way that sometimes we may we have right, intended. Sometimes we don't, but, but just go again. Speaking of change... Our supermarket, oh, man. right in the middle of a pandemic or right in the middle of lockdown, would you believe, go into the supermarket, you know, got your mask on, all of that, everything is changed around on the shelves, right? Nothing's I, I reckon the same. there's a power-crazy lunatic <laughs> in the supermarket, in the middle of a pandemic. In the middle. I'm, so I'm going down the aisle, right, and I'm looking at... Normally, I would go down with my trolley, and I would look at the cereals along here, and I'd know... These are real problems, people. All of my cereals, and, you know, and it's just nice and easy walking along. Well, now, the cereal's over here and here. And so now I'm like... I know it's real. No, and, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm a mess. And then I, and then I can't find somebody. I look for the signs, and so I'm like, oh, there it is, sources or whatever. Well, it's not sources. It's the eggs there, and they haven't changed the signs around. Oh, I know. it's difficult. <laughs> I know. 
I look, I said, I saw a staff member in there and I said to the lady, I said, this is driving me nuts. I can't find a thing. Why do this in a pandemic? And she just looked at me and said, I, I can't find anything either. <laughs> we were nice. We were nice. Yeah, we were just like Jesus. I don't think Jesus would have found anything either. <laughs> but it, and it did make me think of, um, I don't know, there's a saying that go, but I don't, don't remember how the saying goes. But anyway, the big idea is, is that there's a whole lot of things in life that we cannot control. We know that right now, huh? <laughs> there's a whole lot of things that we cannot control. But the thing that we can control is our actions or our attitudes, That's our right. speech, our reactions, we actually can response, control yes. yeah. them. Because so, you think the supermarket was bad, coffee. Oh. Let's talk coffee. Oh. <laughs> we ran out of coffee. Now, I, that may out. not be an issue for some of you, but let me just, I run on coffee. It's a, it was an issue. We, we ran out of, like we'd ordered it, but the courier, the courier was slow coming. And it got desperate. Like, I found in the back of the cupboard a little um, plunger with a little sachet of Christmas coffee. <laughs> we did it. We did, we did drink it. it, yes. And then when that ran out, coffee bags, found some of them. <laughs> hey, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Coffee bags weren't too bad. Yeah. And then, but. And then it got really bad. Still hadn't arrived. All I found in the coffee, in the cupboard, was instant. No, no, it gets worse. It gets worse. I made the instant and I gave it to Jan and I, we prayed, Grace, because it was two years past its use by. <laughs> <laughs> then I rang the coffee man and I said, do you know when this coffee, and he said, I, I emailed him actually and he wrote back and he said, OMG, you're giving me nightmares. I'll get onto it. And it turned up, thank goodness. But uh, wherever, whenever. Oh, yes. That's anywhere you are, wherever you are, even with two-year-old no coffee. what is going on, <laughs> be, be like, like Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 says, Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Jesus. Great. It's great. Not always yeah. easy. No. But great. No, yeah. Hey, I um, read something from Steve McCracken. Who gets the, the daily readings from Steve McCracken? Yeah, uh, this past week, I want to encourage you from uh, one of the ones that he sent out this past week. You can sign up for that online, by the way, Steve McCracken, Believing in You. But anyway, um, Colossians 2, 1 to 3, and I think it's in verse 2, uh, Paul is writing and he says uh, to the church, he says, my goal is that they, the church, may be encouraged in heart and united in love. I love the way that Paul writes that. His goal is that we would be encouraged in heart and united in love. So, so this is what Steve writes. Paul's goal was to encourage the believers in heart and to see them united in love. If this was the attitude and focus of every believer, the church would look very different and the world would be drawn to the beauty of God in us. I like that. Paul's desire was for the believers to be united in love. This is interesting because too often our focus is on being united around issues. 
God himself is love. Yeah. And when we are united in love, at its deepest, not the issues, but united in love, we are united in Christ in himself. When he captures our attention more than issues, love wins. I love that. Yeah, lovely. When he, when he captures our attention more than issues, love wins. The church is healthy and the world pays attention. Yes, nice. see la. So love wins. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Let, let, him capture, love let him capture our yeah. attention. Yes. Not the issues. Mm. That, if that's a prophetic message to the church mm. today, that's it. Mm. Let him capture your attention. Yeah. Not the issues. Because mm. uh, we get caught up in the issues pretty quickly otherwise, mm. don't we? Yeah. yeah. So wherever, whenever, is be like Jesus is actually the Great Commission, isn't it? Just mm. in modern language. We've just put it mm. in our language. And the, go into all the world. Mm. So go into, that's wherever. Mm. That's wherever he sends you. Go into wherever he sends you. One of the things I've noticed, and, and it seems um, that it happens quite a lot in today's modern ed, uh, world, is that people went instead of sent. Does that make sense? People went. I got upset, so I went. I was never sent. I just It was more convenient to went than be sent. And God, sent, God could send you right here, right now. It doesn't mean we've got to go somewhere, but it's about attitude is that the commission of God, the commission of Jesus in our life is going to all the world, is that he sends us, not that we went, but that we were sent to go. And I think that's really important. And then when we go, he sends us into different places at different times with different resources, um, with different instructions, doesn't he? You know, you read the scripture in Matthew 10, and Jesus said to the disciples, go and, and take nothing with you. Nothing. Not a bag not a purse, nothing. Ladies would have been in trouble, wouldn't they? Not even a carry-on. Not a carry purse, on. nothing. And um, take it with you. But then in Luke 22, he says, go. This time he says, make sure you take your bag. In fact, take a sword. You might need it this time around. It got pretty serious. Um, so it's different. It changes. But the point is we are sent out. And we're sent out on a common mission. And that mission is the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, that is really, really, the, really important to keep the mission, the mission. So we're called to um, live and to share the gospel of the good news. John 3.16. Great. For God so loved, loved the, the world, world that, he gave. that he gave his only son. His only son. We're to share the gospel. What's the rest of it? So that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Awesome. Uh, we, we're called to go in the message. We, we're not actually called to, uh, if you can find somewhere in the Bible that says something different, please point it out to me. But we're not called to share our political opinion. That, that's not the role of a disciple. We're not called to share that. We're called to share the gospel. Yeah. The gospel of peace. The gospel of love. Mm. That's the gospel, a kingdom of love and a kingdom of peace. Mm. Not our political stance or opinion. Because our opinion's only our opinion at the end of the day, eh? My, my opinion is my opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. No. Um, but we're called to the gospel. In uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 
17, uh, 17 through 21, just a couple of excerpts, it says, and God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. That's our job, reconciling people to him. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. And his appeal is one of love and one of peace, which I think is really interesting. Well, I saw a, um, a comment from our friend Daz Chettle recently. Daz is an a, um, evangelist. And it just captured me, what he said. He said, so many Christians with so many strong opinions these days. Where was the gospel? Suddenly everyone coming alive with their opinions. And we haven't been instructed to share our opinions. We've been instructed to share the gospel of love and the gospel of peace. Right. And I thought it was very, very powerful. So as a church, you know, can I say, unless you're called to politics, keep the politics out of it. I've had people say to me, Sheridan, you need to make a statement on this. I'm not making a statement on anything. I'm a minister of the gospel of peace, not of politics. I don't stand up here when there's an election and say you need to vote this way. No, you're growing ups. You're growing ups. We're called to share the gospel of peace, not be. Now, if you're called to be a politician, quit your job and get in there. Yeah, go. Go and camp out on the on the steps of parliament till they let you in, because. Because our country needs great politicians. Yeah, that, that's not what I'm talking about. If you're called to politics, you, you go. We need great politicians. You've mm. got us cheering you on. Mm. But as the body of Christ, you know, we're known, we're known for love yeah, great, and we're known for unity, mm. not for our politics. It's a really important message. Pray, John 13. Pray 30, politi- yeah, pray for the politicians. Mm. I mean, you don't have to agree with them. Just pray for them. Yeah. I, I learned this. I had this beaten to me. Um, well, not literally, but, but by my father-in-law and I was early in my leadership days. And, um, you know, we can argue all we want with someone and they'll probably go quiet eventually, eh? That's what happens? Ever had an argument? So, so the truth is that silence does not equal assent. In other words, silence does not equal agreement. Mm. Silence just means they don't want to argue anymore. Mm. And, and we won't change people's minds with arguing. So let's just love on people. Yeah, great. Let's love on each mm. other. Let's, our unity is the gospel and the gospel of peace, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's our unity. And what does the scripture say in John 13? It says, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Yeah. Not our opinions, our love for one another. And I don't, that message doesn't change. Whether we're in this building, whether you're online today, wherever you are, that is the gospel. That is the truth, mm. our love. So my, um, I guess my request, my plead to you mm. is please don't damage long-term values and long-term relationships in the middle of a short-term crisis. Mm. It's really easy to have some harsh words or to voice some opinions or something Let's not do that. And if we do, let's be quick to apologise and move on. But, you know, where, where things sit at the moment is just where they sit at the moment. Um, one of the things I've had a couple of people say to me, you know, Sheridan, you need to make some statements of how we're going forward as a church. And my response to that is, I'm not until I have to. Why aren't I until I have to? Because everything's changing so fast, I don't want to have to retract anything. We've had the meetings, we've got the plans, we know where we're going, 
And let me just say this, that our commitment, as it always has been, has to be, is to create environments where people can worship. Okay? That's our commitment. It will look different going forward for a bit, but it'll be for a bit, and we'll do the best we can, and maybe not everyone will be happy, but we'll still do the best we can. And, and, but it's only short term. Yeah. So let's not break long-term values and long-term relationships mm. in a short-term crisis. Yeah. Mm. Love one another, and the world will look on and go, how come they seem to have yeah. it all together? Yeah. How can they be like that when the rest of the world's falling around, mm. apart around us? Because it is tough, eh? You know, they, they announced uh, Level 2, this, I'm way off my notes now, they, they, allowed, um, they uh, announced Level 2 this week. And my response should have been, yes, we can meet in the building again. I just looked at Jan and I said, I just want to go to the corner and curl up and cry. It's, it's I know, oh, uh, you know, everyone, and, and I'm not the only one in this boat. I, I talk to school teachers feeling exactly the same, school principals feeling the same. Everyone's worked so hard to plan out to the end of the year and get it all together and everything changes yet again. It's like, oh, good grief. I remember Pastor Ray used to say things to us, you've been around for a while. Now he'd say, there's not enough change, we need some more change. And we'd all go, woo we need some change. Now it's like, don't talk about Whoa. change. <laughs> but it's tough, eh? It, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to keep your eyes up. Some days it's tough to get, I have the odd grumpy day, I do. And I know you wouldn't believe it, but even Jan has the odd moment. No. I, I tell you, I know, I know, I know, I know. Don't be nasty. <laughs> Keep going. What do my notes say? Come back to the notes, quick. Yes. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. And if it's one thing I've discovered is that loving one another and unity are a decision, not a feeling. Yeah, great. They're a decision. My decision is I'm going to love everyone. I don't care what decisions, what you're deciding about things. I'm going to love everybody. I don't care about those things. I love everybody, yeah. and I intend to walk in unity. That is a decision, not a feeling. Because some days I just don't even feel unified in myself. <laughs> Part of me just wants to get out. But it's a decision, eh? Yeah. It's a decision. Mm-hmm. It's a decision. Come on, yes. we're going to walk in love. Yes. And we're going to walk unified. Yeah. Because that's what. This. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Because mm-hmm. God's ways are higher than. Yeah. It's not one of those, I think you've got to decide. You're either going to just go with the flow or you decide we're going to do it God's way. Mm. I don't think you can sit on the fence or stand on the fence. If we stand on the anyone, if you stand on the fence, it's going to end up being painful. Hey, that's a great visual picture. It's going to end up being painful. You can't stand on the fence. 1 John 2, 6, those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Luke 6.46, so why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? 
Ephesians 4.21. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature. I like that. Throw it off. That's up to you. And your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Then put on your new nature. That's up to us. Put it on. It's a choice. Created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. Easy. Mm, Great. Community (laughs) transformation. Easy. It's about the gospel of Jesus. Gospel of Jesus Christ. But for us today, I reckon it looks like this. I think think it looks like this. Being ready to share the gospel and being ready to share your story. Your story is powerful. Be ready to share the gospel. Be ready to share the story. Mm. Love and unity. Yeah. Love and unity. In other words, let Jesus capture our attention, not the issues. Mm. I love that. Right. Let Jesus capture our attention. So, so here's the thing. In everything we just said, haven't asked you to do one thing that you're not already probably doing. Just reminding you. Just encouraging you that we're disciples of Jesus. Haven't put one new thing on your plate. Because that's the last thing any of us need right now. Just reminding you who you are. Reminding you to live as Jesus asked us to live. Not one more demand on your time or your energy. Or just reminding you who you're called to be. A disciple of Jesus. You've got this. You really have. And you're not walking alone. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. The power of God is on you and in you. You've got this. Yes. No, we're called to be a light in a dark place. We've got this. Yeah. Jesus didn't wake up, you know, two years ago and go, oh my goodness, there's this thing called COVID. It's hitting the world. What do we do? We're in trouble. No, no, he knew. He said, don't worry. I know it's going to stress us out a bit, but I've got a church who's called to be a light in a dark place. I've got a church who's called to love yes. and to walk in unity. And that church is all over the globe. Yes. We're just a part of it. We're just apart. Yeah. Keep lifting our eyes to him. I've got a church who's plugged into me. Mm. I've got a church who knows what it is to walk full of the Holy Spirit. Mm. I've got a church who knows how to remove anxiety and release hope. Mm. I've got a church who knows how to cast away fear and release peace. I've got a church who knows how to bring light into a dark place. And guess what? It's us. Come on, it's us. No greater time to shine our light, is there? It's you. Oh yeah, look at you. I'm talking to you. You, 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 everyone. It's me. Which means when I have a grumpy day, I've just got to get up and go again. When I have a moment in a meeting, when I say something a bit harsh and I go, boy, that wasn't very clever. Okay, I just got to get up and go again. When Jan's grumpy with me, because I'm being grumpy. It's all right. We'll just try again. It doesn't happen very this often, does it? This verse is new every morning. For you, that's right. <laughs> Great as Dealing with me. <laughs> we got this. Yeah. Church under pressure shines. You've got this. Doesn't mean you like it. Doesn't mean it's easy. No. But we got it. Yeah. Because he's got it. Yes. Because he's yes. got it.